you've all been there. You're staring at a cat in respiratory distress in your oxygen cage, trying to decide if he's in congestive heart failure or if he has asthma. Well, since cats don't play by the rules, we all know that deciding why your cat is dysmic is very tricky. Tigger may have a murmur, which doesn't mean he has heart disease. Likewise, Tigger may not have a heart murmur, but still have horrible, terrible cardiac disease. And that one lateral chest radiograph you took while running to and from the x-ray machine looks like there might be some cardiogenic pulmonary edema. But with a cat, who knows? So how do we decide what to do? Well, remember something called VHS? It's not that little thing that replaced a DVD player. It actually stands for vertebral heart scale. It's a handy little measurement that allows you to quickly and objectively evaluate heart size on radiographs. Here's how you do it. Take your lateral radiograph and measure the long axis of the heart, from the ventral aspect of the left main stem bronchus to the left ventricular apex, and the maximal perpendicular short axis. Then, starting at the fourth thoracic vertebrae and extending caudally on the same radiograph, measure the distance on one of those lines in vertebrae to the nearest 0.1 vertebrae, and add them together. The sum is your VHS. In previous studies, clinically normal cats were found to have a VHS less than 8.0. However, the utility of this measurement in differentiating cardiac versus non-cardiac causes of respiratory distress in cats had never been investigated. So Sleeper and all out of University of Pennsylvania set out to do that hypothesizing that VHS would be useful in dysmic cats to determine if clinical signs were secondary to heart disease. So they retrospectively looked at 67 cats that presented for respiratory distress that had both thoracic radiographs and an echocardiogram performed within 12 hours of presentation. In the study, they found that 57% of cats had underlying heart disease based on echocardiogram, thoracic radiographs, in response to treatment with furosemide, while 25% of cats had underlying respiratory disease. 18% had evidence of both primary heart disease, left ventricular hypertrophy without left atrial enlargement, and respiratory disease, and were characterized as equivocal. Causes for underlying heart disease included dilated cardiomyopathy, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, left ventricular hypertrophy of unknown cause, unclassified cardiomyopathy, restrictive cardiomyopathy, and other forms of heart disease like endomyocarditis or congenital defects. Of the cats with heart disease, 68% were male and 32% were female, which is classic for the signalment of heart disease in cats. Of the 50 total cats with heart disease, 44% had heart murmurs and 56% did not. Again, making it frustrating that one out of two cats doesn't have an escultable heart murmur despite having severe heart disease. Of the 25% of cats with respiratory disease, 52% had murmurs and 47% did not. Oh, you cats, you. So what did they find in the study when they measured VHS? A VHS of greater than 8.0 vertebrae was the best screening cup point for heart disease and a VHS greater than 9.3 was highly specific for heart disease. VHS correlated with the diastolic left atrial diameter from the long axis on the echo, left atrial diameter on the short axis, and the left atrial aorta ratio. So what can we take away from this article? It's important to remember that a murmur in a cat doesn't mean it has heart disease, and the lack of a heart murmur doesn't mean the heart is normal. 
just makes it trickier, right? Well, the nice tip is that VHS seems to be a useful screening tool to guide therapy for your dysmic cat. The authors recommend using the following guidelines. If the VHS is less than 8, heart disease is unlikely. If the VHS is greater than 9.3, heart disease is likely. If you're in between, those patients really need an echocardiogram to get more information. Even though echocardiography remains the gold standard in diagnosing heart disease, VHS did correlate well with left atrial diameter and left atrial aorta ratio. This is a very nice retrospective study that's clinically useful, which is great. Because of the retrospective nature of the study, other potential causes of left ventricular hypertrophy, such as systemic hypertension and hyperthyroidism, were not ruled out. Also, given the small number of patients, further prospective studies with more patients would be ideal. So in conclusion, if you're stuck with a cat in respiratory distress and you can safely take a lateral radiograph, try measuring the VHS. It may help you decide on stabilizing treatments, whether or not you should break out the furosemide or some steroids in a bronchodilator to help save your patient. That said, don't forget to do that echocardiogram. It's still the gold standard for patients with underlying heart disease or suspected heart disease. Knowing the etiology will help the long-term treatment and prognostication.